Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Roshan. Today we're putting the spotlights on local football and dreams. Yeah, we, can, we, can, we can all dream, right? When a conversation comes to local football, it's all about dreaming because that's the reality we find ourselves in. But to help us dream, we've got the man who is always joining us to talk about Singapore football. He's Straits Times sports reporter Deepan Raj Ganesan in print today talking about naturalisation and heritage players. Yeah, it's always an excuse to get you uh, on the show, Deepan. How are you? And uh, some interesting articles you've written. Yes, uh, thanks again for having me, uh, Roshan and Elliot. Uh, yeah, so so I think uh, basically this idea came about because uh, you look at the national teams around the world, uh, almost every other national team now has naturalized players and whether that's through heritage okay. or through your five-year residency rule uh, and that's how this idea came about but primarily also because you can have this urge or wish to have heritage players for a national team but players must first stand up and say hey i want to be part of your national team and that is the case here where you've got a performing championship player in perry ung putting his hand up to say hey i want to play for the lions you've got to grab that chance and Deepan, I've often believed that the pen is mightier than the sword. You've taken the pen to task and try and incite change. What motivated you to write this article calling for authorities to look into heritage players? Yeah, so uh, you, when, when you look at uh, football right now, the only reason we that I, I feel you know I want to write commentaries and urge people to do various things is because football is now part of the national conversation. That's through the Unleash the Raw project. So when the government decide to, decided to come in and fund football, then you've got to ask the right questions. Uh, basically be a check and balance, but at the same time also urge people to do the right things to put the, the sport on the right path. And when you talk about naturalisation, these are not just players who are playing at League 2 level or, or level that you know might not really enhance your national team. These are championship players that you're talking about. Uh, these are guys who are close to the Premier League level. And at the end of the day, you look at countries like Malaysia, Thailand, uh, Indonesia, our neighbours essentially, they, they are having heritage players and naturalised players in their teams and you can see the effect it has taken. They are, they are all going to be at the Asian Cup in January. We can only watch the Asian Cup mm. uh, and, and not see our, our teams participate in it. So I think we, we've got to take certain steps right now to enhance the current national team. Yes, you can have all these plans to, you know, um, enhance the national team in the years ahead with your grassroots program and whatnot. But I feel a lot of things got to start now. You've got to let players dream of what the final objective is and your national team is at the end of the day uh, the barometer of that. So I think we've got to look at ways we enhance the national team and this is a quick way to, to do that. Okay, so we're calling it nat- naturalised players, heritage players in that sense. I'm curious as to, have you given any thought to the conversation that happens after Perry Ng, Perry Ng being an example or players in, in that mould and then, you know, they putting their hands up saying, okay, I want to play for Singapore, yet there will always be this conversation. And it's weird because we're such a multi-heritage, uh, uh, multinational society, right? Multicultural society. What makes very young Singaporean heritage? Yeah, so that, that's a very important question. And you've got the national service thing. I'm just throwing it there as well. Correct. So, so it's a very important question. What is Singaporean? And mm. that is something I tried to to. Uh, dive into in my commentary okay. which is basically to ask that question what is Singaporean so if you consider uh, Song Yi Yong who has who has been playing for the national team he's South Korean born yeah. uh, he has spent um, more than five years at least in Singapore 
Therefore, he qualified to be a Singapore citizen and he's playing for the national team. Okay. So if you're willing to say that a uh, South Korean-born Song Yong who has spent minimum five years in Singapore is Singaporean mm. enough, mm-hmm. a Perry Ng who has family in Singapore, grandfather is Singaporean, comes back every year to visit his family, is he not Singaporean enough mm. compared to a Song Yong? I mean, it's, it's a very logical question, right? And then you got to take it from another perspective as well. I've got friends, I'm sure you guys got friends who have travelled, don't say travelled, they have migrated. Mm. You know, they are living in perhaps England or Canada or whatnot. Does that take away the the years that they have spent in Singapore? And for example, my best friend lives in in the UK right now. So if he were to have kids in in the UK, you know, beyond beyond these few years, are you saying that his kids are not as Singaporean as us? And and that's a fair question that you're saying. Are you saying? Because the likes of Perry Ung or even your friend, they will be able to answer for themselves that, oh yeah, I am a resident of this country. I consider myself a Brit, so I consider myself Singaporean. We, as regular Singaporeans, need to accept that this person has considered himself Singaporean and be okay with that and not do the whole, I compare with you. I, your heritage is different from mine. Oh, I'm uh, from, from what, Holland. So, are you really Singaporean? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> a fair question. And Deepan's point earlier about this national conversation, right? I'm sure your article has garnered plenty of comments online. In a yeah. while, we're going to get stuck into your reaction. Mm. But you talk about the players wanting to be a part of the Singapore national team. This is Perry Ng speaking. We're talking about whether he's Singaporean. Trust me, his accent doesn't sound anything Singaporean, but he wants to represent the flag. Yeah, uh, it's confusion for me, to be honest. Um, I've had contact with them. Um, we all want to get it done, but it's just I have to change my British citizenship to a Singapore citizenship, which is very confusing. So I'll have to give up my passport. Um, so there's a lot of legal stuff involved, which... It's very difficult at the minute, so we're trying to see what we can do and hopefully make it happen. Everything's ready to go on their side. It's just um, stuff with my passport and how it would affect me here, which we're not quite sure on at the minute. So, yeah, I go over most summers to see my family. There's loads of them there. They've never really seen me play live because they don't come over that much, so it'd be nice to, you know, go over, represent them and doing it for my family, doing it for my granddad. All right, Perry Young speaking there. Deepan, I have a question for you. Am I too basic to think that? Because, I mean, the world is so global. You travel and you work overseas. So what's the issue here? <laughs> Am I too basic to think that? Yeah. Okay, why? He wants to play for Singapore, go ahead. And, th- and that's the thing. I think sometimes we make this mistake of looking at everything to, through a football lens. But Elliot, you're right. I think we've got to take a step back and see it from a world perspective where every industry you see yeah. these mm. days has this like globalization feel to it. I had a guest said that he thought I was American because of the way I spoke. I said, well, I'm not twanging that much. It's, I just choose a very clear, neutral accent. Yeah, so- and <laughs> I, I think we've got to realize, right, a Perry Ng can feel British and Singaporean at the same time because his heritage is Singaporean, but he's lived and grown in England. That's fine. It's okay. So- you know, when you, when you play for the Singapore national team, to me, that's almost like your national service because you keep this in mind. Every international window that happens in a year, this Perry Ng has to travel all the way back to Singapore, train hard here, represent Singapore in this climate, and then go back to Cardiff and True. play there as well. It's 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 not a walk in the park. Let's let's put it that way. Oh, just a seventeen-hour bus ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Clean ride. So he's shown this commitment, and I think on our side, we've got to allow that to happen. Yeah. Already, we choose from a very small talent pool here in Singapore. And if you're going to limit your talent pool to just what's here, 
then we, we are never going to get to anywhere. I think that's the reality. And Deepan, as part of your article, right, you consulted the decision makers, the MCCYs, the FASs, and they gave you quite by-the-book answers. But is there any way you can give us some insight into what's actually hindering them? Because as far as this conversation goes, it seems obvious. We need Perry, we need Luke. I, I think the issue here is that this is, again, not just a football issue. Mm. Because if you if you allow a Perry Ung to gain citizenship, then... There are plenty of others who, who might step forward and say, hey, my granddad was from Singapore as well. Why not you give me that citizenship? And to those people, this is what I'll say. I, I think we cannot keep coming back to this conversation and saying like, hey, but he never served NS, I served NS. It's never going to end. At the end of the day, I think certain exceptions got to be given to certain people. And if you as a country have decided that this is your stance and we are going to allow it for football because these two guys helped the national team, you open it up for them. It does not mean that you have to open it up for everybody. Look at um, the decisions that the government makes. Some some decisions that you don't agree with, but it still does happen because they feel it's for the better of the country or for the better of certain things. Same here. It's for the better of football. Open it up, allow these two guys to play for the national team, give them the citizenship, and then we take the next approach when when it comes. Actually, that's the problem I have with this conversation, Deepan, is because we're, we are throwing the word football into it. And, and I mean all respect. I think your article's brilliant. I love it. Now, let's take the word football away. There was a time where we needed what we call foreign talent to come in and up the mm. ability of our country and this increase economic value, mm. right? Now, because we opened that door, so we're going, okay, what about first priority to Singaporeans? Of course. So you have these rules and these limitations. Now, we can give the same thing, first priorities to Singaporeans with regard to football. But if I look at football as economics, it's not good enough a pool. So why don't I open the door improve that, and then we'll talk about Singapore first later on. It just makes logical, global, economic sense. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, that's the thing about this. It, to me, it makes logical yeah. sense. And and I don't think allowing two guys, or let's say three guys, to be part of the national team, and it's not going to take away your locals' opportunities. We are... 95% of the team, more than 90% of the team is still going to be your local born and bred. It's not going to change anything. You know what I mean? The level is going to go up for sure. That's that's a given, especially because they are the core of a team, right? They can play in midfield and they can play in defence. Let that happen because the team is going to improve. When you lift standards, it has a trickle-on effect to everybody else. Yeah, and, and, and the word opportunity shouldn't even be thrown there because the opportunity is there, but if you're not up to standard and someone is better than you, oh, I give face, I give it to you first. <laughs> hey, but dude, we kind of need to climb in the rankings, don't Exactly, we? and just a couple of points on this. You talk about opening up a can of worms, possibly, if Perry and Luke are afforded this. I think it needs to be based like DSA, right? Like you have a direct schools admission based on sporting ability, that's exactly what needs to happen here. And to your point about Singaporeans saying, oh, not Singaporean, never serve national service. I don't see anyone se less celebrating the Tiger Cup victories with Farah in the team, with Shi in the team. So I, I, I cannot understand it. But last question from me regarding this. The article has obviously caught a lot of eyeballs online. What's been your general sense of feedback and your chance to talk to the naysayers almost? Yeah, so I, I think when it comes to this kind of articles, uh, for, for people who read it, who understand the situation, I think a lot of them are saying that they, do, they don't think something like this can happen because of the complexity of what's involved. And uh, I, I just have this to say to, you know, what, what you say, what you deem as naysayers, is that we, we need to have discussions. You know, the day that we, we stop suggesting things, the day we stop uh, inviting discussion, 
around Singapore football is the day we lose because mm. we we clearly care. I think three of us care enough to 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 sit in a studio and talk about Singapore football for various episodes. And I think what we really want, or what I really want, is to have these discussions. That are there ways to improve the national team? Yes, there are. How can we go and do it? You know, this is the conversation we want to have. So to the naysayers, I say this: that if we give up hope, then the national team and and football in this country has no hope. We've mm. got to look into every possible opportunity we have to improve the current status of football in this country, and that's what I aim to do with my articles. And if it goes some way in inviting these conversations at the level where it's supposed to have, then I think I've done my job. I again, I, I'm still not looking at it as as a football only because it can spread to so many things. If the economies of scale is so small, it's not like you're gonna get like a hundred people. Okay, hi, we all have Singapore heritage. Give us a citizenship. It's not like it's going to happen. Now we're just talking to. Maybe a year from now, if we're lucky, we have 10. And it's just 10. It's not going to need a whole committee. Question for the both of you gentlemen. Why is this issue of national service? Oh, you never serve national service. You're not Singaporean. Why is it such a big deal? Depend. I really have no answer to that because I don't understand it either. Like, yeah. why does every conversation have to start and end with national service? Yeah. There are certain cases, scenarios where... I have fellow Singaporeans who have not served national service for various reasons, whether it's health or, or whatnot. Are they any less Singaporean than me? Of course not. You know, I, I've given to my country what they have given to their country. You know, we, we all really love our country is what I can say. Whether you serve national service or not does not determine that. And I think we've got to stop being obsessed with that. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of the national service I did. I'm also very sad because I really suffered. And I suffered for 12 and a half years, including reservists. So does that make me better than you, Raushan? I, I don't think so. I Cannot personally be, right? don't yeah. think so. It's, it's luck of the draw, right? Just, we're all the same one. But unfortunately, I'm going to speak for the masses and make a massive <laughs> stereotype here. I think it's part of that Singaporean identity where I go through means you also must go through. Lah. So it's that kind of a mindset that then dissuades the likes of Perry and Luke to warrant citizenship. So if I, can I afford condo? And you can only afford HDB. But you're taking government housing. Right? So that means you're more Singaporean than me, even perhaps, though I got con- condo. I mean, right? it depends on your condo developer, this is. Ah, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps my favourite comment, just to end this conversation, in terms of identifying Perry and Luke as Singaporeans, is on your Twitter feed. It's uh, somebody named Sean, Sneaky Shawnee. He said, do we need Perry to name 20 MRT stations and take the Singapore flyer before affording him Singapore citizenship? That's a question. For the listeners, we've been speaking to Deepan Raj Ganesan, Straits Times Sports Reporter. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.